Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. Free stocks to buy now. Pretty good buys. Yesterday I discussed the economy and I said that I will analyze free businesses from a business investing perspective to clear out the noise and focus on what really matters. To do that, we're going to discuss Starbucks, 3M and Verizon from that long-term investing perspective. We'll make a valuation on our free intrinsic table. You can check that out and download it for free in the link in the description below on my research platform. And if you're interested, you can also check the premium table like this on the research platform. If you enjoy this analysis, there are plenty analysis that we do on this channel. So smash that like button to support the channel with the YouTube algorithm. Let's immediately start with Starbucks. If we check Starbucks stock, it was doing really good. But since July 2021, it started going down and down. And now it is at the market cap of 100 billion price earnings ratio of 23, which is relatively low for a growth stock like Starbucks and a dividend yield of 2.24. Let's discuss why the stock price is going down and whether it is an opportunity now. Always what's good is to look at the news. And the first news is that Howard Schultz is coming back as an interim CEO till they find a new one because the current CEO retired. So that's one. But still, if we look at the investor day, the projections are good growth at scale over the next two years, 10, 12% growth, and likely the same to happen longer term. Because from a business investing perspective, if you have a business where the return on investment is 55% still for new stores and 70% in China for new stores, this is a good business and this is what drives long-term returns. Plus, of course, they are always inventing some new drinks, some new things that are liked by the market testing, and they can do that on scale then and really fuel growth. The plan is for them to have 55,000 stores globally by 2030, so in the next eight years, which means they will likely double the number of stores in the next 10 years. So this is from 2021 Q1, the number of stores now is already higher by 1,400 and they will likely grow. Just an interesting fact here, 15,000 stores are in the US and just 5,000 stores in China. So as the Chinese economy grows, there is plenty of room to grow also for Starbucks there. So it's also a China exposure, a global play. So no matter what happens to certain economies, you are again diversified if you find something like this. Of course, it is still dominant USA, but over the years will do better. And I must say that the best coffee Starbucks I drank, the best espresso was in Malaysia. Perhaps it was because of the water and the really nice weather, but it was really something special. Test it out. This is very important. If you look at the number of stores 2012, now we have seen a double. So we are there doubling every 10 years. Maybe it will be a little bit slower, but there is still the potential to double over the next 10 years, which means more growth. But now we have to put this into an investing perspective. Let's look at the financials and then make evaluation. If we look at revenue, 
So more than doubled over the last 10 years from 13 billion to the current 30 billion net income also more than doubled earnings per share almost tripled and as they are focused also on buybacks that increases the dividend per share and the earnings at a higher pace extremely high free cash flows so really looks good from a business perspective their plan is to do a 20 billion buyback over the coming three years on top of the dividend that they are giving out that is a really good yield to shareholders and they have done pretty significant buybacks over the last years as you can see the earnings per share growing really fast and with buybacks those should grow at a faster rate than revenues let's go to our valuation table i have put here starbucks so if we look at earnings per share 3.7 and then if they double stores over the next 10 years if they increase prices a little bit if they get higher earnings due to buybacks and also pay a dividend in line with the earnings that makes all earnings grow 10 percent per year I expect a 10% investment return, thus use discount rate of 10%. And let's say that the P ratio is 20 for Starbucks down the road, then the stock price will likely be 174 in 10 years plus the dividend that is intrinsic value of 85 per share, which is close to the current stock price. That means that you can likely expect a 10% investment return over the long term of course if they grow faster which is also possible at 12 percent and the terminal multiple is a little bit higher then you can expect a higher return because the present value for a 10 percent return is significantly higher than now and 120 which is in line with where the stock price was just a while ago so it is also possible that the stock price returns to what would be a fair valuation for what starbucks is doing now and of course there will be valuation ups and downs and that's something you have to see okay Am I adding Starbucks as at a 10, 12% expected returns? And maybe when it will be seven, you might consider buying something else, trimming a little bit your position and working alongside those normal market cycles. So if we look at over the five years, so Starbucks has had these ups and downs, of course, COVID, but ups and downs, and those are normal for a company. It was really bad for years here then also here ups and downs ups and downs but if it is a good business that will grow long term then you can see the trend and the ups and downs when the market is exuberant or not are normal if we check the price earnings ratio for starbucks you can see that it was always between 20 and 30 of course lower earnings but now it's on the stable side so i in my valuation i have put a conservative multiple in case it goes back to the normal multiple for starbucks then the intrinsic value is this of course if it goes lower and the growth isn't there then the present value is lower for a 10 percent return but you still make the dividend and make some money over the long term and that is key when it comes to investing so nothing wrong with starbucks you have to see how it fits your portfolio whether you have better 
risk reward investments. If we check our comparative table, we can see that Starbucks expected return around 10% in line with what we'll discuss with 3M and Verizon, but much better than Berkshire, Microsoft, Tesla, Google depends on the growth is still there, Amazon close, PayPal too risky, Apple too risky, etc, etc. So let's discuss 3M. The stock didn't go far over the last five years, it's actually down. Of course, over the long term, there is this significant trend, then the market was a little bit exuberant, then came litigation liabilities, and now those are emphasized again. Perhaps even people expect a recession and therefore the stock is subdued but the price earnings ratio is 14.60 which is relatively low and the dividend yield is pretty pretty tasty there reasons for the decline is litigation pfas for what they have been including into their products up to 2002 and now these issues come out and they have to pay litigation liabilities so also earplugs, some verdicts, and the estimates are forecasts for these two litigations to be between 5 billion and 100 billion. Of course, 100 billion is even crazy to assess because it would bring the company bankrupt and there would be nothing for nobody. So it will be 5, 10 billion. And when the company gets hit, the stock will go even lower likely, especially if the hit is bigger than expected. They have been setting aside 400 million per year, which is sustainable and likely will help also with the things that are the issue. So there is always news that will sound negative and then appeals reality, the ugly side of that, that will likely be significant, but not that much. Because of course, when you have such a big company and so many things going on, there will always be issues. That is a given with 3M, but will the issues hit the dividend? Will the issues hit the growth, the businesses, the 120,000 patents that the company has and the connections with all the other businesses that they provide services for? Will that be significant or not? It is most likely not, but keep also in mind the ugliness that can happen. And then if it's not destroying the business, be ready to buy more. If we look at revenues, so slow growth, but now we see a little bit faster growth, which is still a positive. Net income, slow and steady growth, always there, always providing. Thanks to buybacks, earnings per share went up a little bit faster, dividends doubled per share over the last 10 years, and the cash flows are there, five, six billion. So even if they get a hit of a few billion here and there, it should not be significant for the business. Let's look at our valuation table and I have valued this from a dividend perspective. If they pay $6 in dividends and that grows per year 5%, let's say just 2-3% organic growth plus buybacks increasing that dividend. So very, very conservative estimations here expecting a 10% return with 
a dividend yield of 3.3% that should be okay for such a company, then the intrinsic value is in line with the current stock price. Of course, if the dividend grows faster, then the intrinsic value is around 200, which has been devaluation more often than not. So again, when things are bad or look bad, it's time to start accumulating these businesses. And then when things are good, you might want to consider something else or not add or add something else in the process of building your portfolio over recessions, over macroeconomics, over whatever. Businesses will survive, especially if those are good businesses. And that is what will give you the accumulation advantage when things are bad. Of course, stock can crash anytime, but we cannot predict that. And we have to see, okay, am I happy with the 4% dividend and the growth and what the business gives me? And then just compare as we are doing in this video. 3M returns likely to be around 10% from a risk reward perspective. I think the Starbucks is a little bit better because there are not these legacy issues. Of course, Starbucks has now unions, wages, costs, but Starbucks offers growth, offers also global diversification, 3M also, but a little bit less, I think. And then there's always the power of the brand, the this, the that. So for the same return, I would now go for Starbucks, even if 3M isn't bad, especially if you're focused on the dividend. Another dividend stock is Verizon. And something very important is that if you buy Verizon now, you are paying less than what Warren Buffett paid. If we look at his cost, he paid 9.3 billion for his stake. That's now worth 8.2 billion. So you get a 10% discount on what Warren Buffett paid. I've analyzed Verizon already a year ago. You can check the link in the description below. And the key is always, okay, how does the dividend fit you? So let's update on the last investor day. 2022 investor day, always nice to look at these things and see how the management is thinking about shareholders, investors, and that gives you a good indication of whether it fits you or not. Of course, focused on the infrastructure around the world we are living in now, they have more growth plays from 5G, broadband, and other options that they are doing, working on. They expect slow steady growth there as they are really the infrastructure of the of our world in the US and therefore it's unlikely that they will get moved away by someone. So building an ecosystem around a lot of partners, a lot of things they are working on enabling and they have this three vectors to drive growth in revenues but not that much. 3% per year and then maybe 4% from 2024 onward. And when it comes to investing, this is the key for us. Okay, how much money they are making? How much money will there be left for investors? And how much will be needed for capital spending? They have invested in the C-band overlay, 45 billion, I think, huge money there. But they expect that the final payments will subdue from 2023 and then they will stick to the 70 billion in capital expenditures, which means that 5, 6, 10 billion will be left for rewarding shareholders. Their plan is to lower leverage, thus with the higher cash flows, they will likely lower 
leverage a little bit and then also and of course do that also with revenue and EBITDA growth in line with revenue growth and then invest in businesses pay the dividends which is significant now lower debt and then with the excess really focus on share repurchases given the position in the market the strength there this is a very very likely scenario that will reward shareholders and then also repurchases considered when debt to EBITDA is 2.25 free cash flows 19 billion when this goes down and cash flows go up we can expect 25 maybe more billion which means that the dividend will likely go up lowering that here and then of course rewarding shareholders if there is a lot of inflation then Verizon will likely be able to slowly increase also prices and that will then hit revenues and give you a protection from the inflation side of things not yet for now Providers in the UK have already increased prices, so we'll see how Verizon will do that over time if inflation persists and remains higher. From a valuation perspective, I have used the dividend here for Verizon, 5% dividend growth, and then expect 10% dividend growth or buybacks that increase the dividend when the capital expenditures subdue and the debt is dealt a little bit. And if we look at that perspective, the stock can be double in 10 years and the dividend can also be double in 10 years. And that is the most likely outcome. No matter what happens with the economy, with this or inflation, there will be recessions, there will be things, there will be ups and downs here. But this is the most likely outcome. And this is also the reason likely why Warren Buffett bought. Boring, slow and boring, and that's about it. And this is also what I talk when it comes to investing. If inflation is five, six, seven percent, if you find a business that returns 10 percent, so we have let's say a P ratio of 15 or 20 and then higher growth, which is above inflation, and then if the business can increase prices in line with inflation, you are protected. Of course, if there is a recession, if it is a good business, you know you can accumulate more and that over time is the best investing strategy. If we compare things here, the risks are there for many businesses. So there are businesses that I would avoid, but there are businesses that you can consider adding or consider for your portfolio. Of course, there is a premium version of this on my research platform. You also might want to check my example from the platform, which is Intel, also a risk and reward story. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you. And I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.